amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. You're listening to the Public Access Podcast Channel. If you're enjoying this program or any of the unique shows on this feed, please consider donating to the annual Public Access Beef Drive. For more info, visit google.com. We bring you part two of I Love Comedy the only podcast where two stand-up comedians talk about comedy and life. Welcome back to another episode. I, of course, am your host, Everardo Ramirez. And uh, with me, as always, is, um, well, I might even say he's my best friend, Mr. Mark Little. How's it going, Mark? It's going all right, Ev. How are you? I noticed you didn't say that I was your best friend. Is that? <laughs> do you feel the same way, or? I mean, you should be thankful that I didn't immediately call into question you characterizing me as your best friend, which is obviously false. Yeah, I mean, it seems weird because we never like hang out, or, and we don't know anything about each other's personal lives. How are you, Everardo? I'm good. I'm good. You know, I downloaded TikTok this week. You made any videos? I haven't posted anything and I haven't, I don't follow anyone. I don't know what it is. It's the most, it's the weirdest thing ever. Um, it, it, like the kind of content that it is, I don't understand. Like it's just people dancing. Right. And people also just being like so earnest. Would you say that you're encountering a lot of cringe? on tiktok yeah definitely a lot of that there's this one guy on tiktok and he was just he's like he's a dad giving like dad parenting tips uh-huh and he'll like his videos will be like he'll barge into his child's room and he'll be like hey what are you doing playing xbox that's cool with me and then he'll like, <laughs> like look directly at the camera and he'll be like see parents it's not hard that's how they play now on Xbox. Do better. And, th- and that's how he ends every <laughs> every video. <laughs> I assume he's divorced. He, like he feels divorced and he's doing this to like prove that he's the better parent to like his ex-wife or something. I, I feel like, yeah, the, the message of his videos should be like, what am I going to tell my kids not to play Xbox? That's what they get to do so that I get to use them for my weird video <laughs> goals. Yeah. <laughs> do better. Do better. And he like hits his, uh, he like ch- bumps his chest with his fist like a gorilla <laughs> when he says do better. Oh my God. I, I will not try to get into TikTok. I was already too old for Vine when it came out. And then I finally went for it. And I got into Vine. The Vine equivalent of like people dancing on TikTok was I feel like like everyone on Vine had a video where it was like them talking to their girlfriend, which was just them in a wig. Yes, that's still- <laughs> And it would cut back and forth between them and their absurdly dumb, naggy girlfriend version of themselves. 
that I saw this other guy who's like he must be like thirty, but he's like kind of like boyish. Like he looks like he's trying to be an actor, kind of like a kind of like a Tanner Gibson, Zipchin. Like you know that guy, the movie theater guy. Yeah, the guy who does the pre-show at Cineplex, who famously got fired this year, I guess. But maybe Tanner's the one who's laughing because I guess movie theaters don't exist. That's the revenge of Tanner Zipchin. This guy on TikTok, this Tanner Zipchin style guy, his videos are like emote, like very melodramatic, like soft piano music or like romantic stock music in the background and he's just looking like right in the camera like soft focus and he'll just say shit like like never pick a flower i've told you about my favorite jared leto post which was like i think it was for martin luther king day and it was a martin luther king quote about like you know like about like the emancipation of black people and (laughs) the photo accompanying this quote was Jared Leto standing at his own window looking out into the onto the horizon. Yeah, people see that and they and they're like that's beautiful. They who posted this. Like somehow it's twisted in young minds to seem like humility. <laughs> people look at it and they're like, "Well, yes, it's he's not even putting a one of his own wonderful quotes today." Yeah. Like, well, was, wasn't he, like, in a weird retreat in the desert, like, during the start of the whole, like, coronavirus pandemic? And then he, like, came out of the desert, and he's like, what is going on? Yeah. Like, he, like, had no idea. <laughs> he was, like, in the desert for, like, a few weeks, I think. Yeah, and it's, like, one thing to be in that situation and to not know what's going on. It's another thing to, like, advertise that after the fact yeah so toned down it's so weird to advertise it i know I don't, like half bragging about it almost <laughs> like oh i don't even whom, know about this oh are you guys all concerned with something it's like yeah <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah it's serious i found out a bunch about him after i posted the gentlest joke about him something about his joker performance online oh yeah like literally the millionth joke about jared leto as the joker and probably the gentlest of the batch and i just got like (laughs) dogpiled by young leto heads they really came for me like all of them were like yeah you're jealous you don't you don't hold a candle to jared's output <laughs> i was like i didn't say i did what's happening and they're especially sensitive since uh walking phoenix took over as yeah, joker that's right and did a may i say horrible job the joker movie is wor- is worse because it it um takes it so it thinks it's like Oh, really it thinks smart, it's you know so I mean? smart. Oh, my God. Him, like, walking down the stairs, and then the sign says, don't forget to smile, and he crosses it out so it says, don't smile. <laughs> like, I, yeah, like, get me oh the gosh. fuck out of here. It's like if Banksy wrote it. It's, <laughs> oh, man, yeah. That is a Banksy movie for sure. I don't want to be one of those podcasts where we just talk about movies. We will talk about a lot of other things. I don't think we have to be ashamed that this is going to be mostly us talking about what we're watching at the moment. There is, and I'm lowering my glasses as I say this, a bit of a pandemic on. It's true. What else is there to do? What else is there to do? I'm walking I'm walking around the graveyard near my home a lot. 
That's cool. Getting a cool goth vibe going. I moved to a place near a graveyard, and I kept telling people, uh, "Yeah, it's near that big graveyard." I keep kept talking about it like it was like I was expecting everyone else to go like, "Oh, nice, nice." Because in my mind, it's yeah. sort of just like a lot of green space, which I like. But uh, it's very much a graveyard. Like walking through it is, it's yeah. not a park. That's kind of cool, though. It is cool. And you know what? I think the ghosts um, or angels, let's be honest here, because uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> those are not opposites. Those are not... Ghosts and angels are not the two sides of that. <laughs> I think ghosts are, go- are, are ghosts angels. This kind of brings up an interesting question. I mean, no. I actually just found out that my condo is built on a pauper's burial ground. What's a pauper's burial ground? What's pauper's? Like I guess, I guess like uh, you know, like the prince and the pauper. Oh, like a like a hobo's burying ground. <laughs> like suppose. a poor guy, like yeah. a poor man. Like people with like, I live in a condo. It's next to this like little church, yeah. and uh, I guess the this like gra- graveyard where people who had no nowhere else to be buried or family or whatever would just get buried there. Wow. And now there's two uh, beautiful condo buildings. Nice. Well, you know, <laughs> that's what they would have wanted. Literally condos being built on the bones of the poor feels like... <laughs> <laughs> that feels like so Toronto it should be a t-shirt. Hey guys, Everardo here from the podcast you're listening to. I just want to take a moment to shout out an awesome new product that I'm into. And they just happen to be a sponsor of the show. Brain 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 Powerful nootropic from Dr. Oz. No, not that Dr. Oz. The Dr. Oz featured on the Now That's What I Call Wellness podcast and shopping show. Right here on the Public Access Podcast channel. Brain Brain All the dumbest and dirtiest comedians I know take just one dose a day. And it makes them believe any idea they have is the next great bit. That's why I love it. When you're on brain gas, it's almost impossible to ejaculate. So you won't spend all day on Pornhub cranking it to Simpsons stuff. You can get back to what matters. Doing the work. Oh yeah, and the best part is, Dr. Oz is no longer involved in that class action lawsuit. So it's all good. Anyway, check it out. Google.com, search Brain Gas, Dr. Oz. Brain Brain Gas. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listen, you are, by your own claim, Toronto's foremost open mic grinder. I'd say there's, it's undeniable. 
Now, I know that you wanted this podcast to partly be an excuse to grind. You gripe constantly about how COVID took away our venues. It can't stop my grind. But it can't stop your grind. And that's part of the reason we're doing this is that you want to you wanna use this as a, a place to talk shop and to try out new material. And then I think in future episodes, we're going to invite guests on. To, to do the same. And open micers only. <laughs> yeah. No pros, okay? No pros. We don't need your taping for JFL, whatever. No. Yeah, uh, whatever, whatever. No pros. The only people allowed are, are, are open micers and then me, who I'm somewhere in the middle, and, <laughs> and I'm dissatisfied by all of it. I want people who are like, is this guy even a comedian or is he going to actually be the Joker? Is this yeah. the Joker? Yeah, we want to know, is this guy going to merely ruin our nights or is he gonna pull a weapon like all joking aside i do kind of like that um <laughs> that kind of scoundrel quality of of that uh, comedy has like i like how there's like just uh, how it just attracts uh people like fucked up people i guess <laughs> like weirdos that honestly they probably shouldn't be doing it yeah but i kind of i kind of like that uh, that's part of it comedy you know open mic folk music uh slam poetry there's a kinship between these forms of just like very strange people finding a community and an outlet with very few barriers between them and an audience yeah you know it's like there's a microphone and if you sign up you can get on stage and just force people to listen to you for a bit (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) often it's like uh i think we (laughs) mentioned this last time like rooms like chicken wing restaurants or like bars where people just are and then yeah. a comedy show just starts like some yeah. guy's like hey an open mic starting here in 10 minutes nightmare and everyone's like what the fuck okay my favorite type of comedian is the comedian who performs in that type of show where the entire yeah. audience had no idea a show was coming and they're trying to have a dinner yeah and the worst thing in the world is happening while they're trying to do that <laughs> which is <laughs> new material stand-up comedy uh (laughs) and then my favorite comedian is the one who gets mad at them for talking a bit (laughs) you know in their corner booth is so i love that level of uh psychosis and entitlement Mm, that's the life that's the lifeblood that's what lenny bruce killed for i don't care if it's your birthday and this is your one chance (laughs) to see your friends because you're busy with life oh my i gotta work on my my bit about how some food is weird. Yeah, yeah. I, you uh, know what I love? I love a bachelorette party sitting down to watch me, and they're so excited and they're drunk because it's the best night of one of their friends' lives. And then I um, so generously find a way to make it all about my ego, and I really insult all of them so so much. Yeah, <laughs> and then like, also what the hell like we're like buying drinks and laughing and stuff like this is the only podcast weird. where yeah. we defend bachelorette parties at the yeah. expense of comedy <laughs> you know we're what truly... have fun don't have even fun. listen who cares this is um, a pro heckler pro bachelorette <laughs> pro audience comedy podcast we f- we're on your side yeah, that's my perspective. How about that? Well, that's who yeah. I am, and Ev, you can be the the pro comedy grinder, and then we'll we'll butt heads on that. I, I mean, I I here's my also thing. Like with these, I, I I don't understand these people that just do like 
they do these restaurant shows and then they'll do like the most fucked up material <laughs> ever. Yeah. And it's like don't you want it just to be like a good show though? Like don't like read the room a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess as, as a comedian or just as someone removed from the audience and I'm like, I love that this is happening. I love that everyone is uncomfortable. <laughs> I love that this guy's making everyone uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, have you been to any of these like comedy shows in the park? I haven't been to those. <laughs> no. <laughs> But uh, all I've heard about them is that they're like there's like a high percentage of like free speech material. <laughs> yeah, that's the in thing. a park. Like there's the, like way cr- too many comedians who are trying to like fuck up your entire conception of what's allowed. Like, and, yeah. but like in a park I'm, in daylight. I'm all for the the idea of it. Like doing park like like doing your own shows like diy mentality kind of thing like i'm all for that i'm not all for the like weird like a protest angle of it or like this fact and then that like leaning into like we're gonna be like so uncensored it's like well there are like families here like and i'm not like a clean guy or like i'm not even like I don't even, I'm not even someone who like gets offended at stuff, but I'm like, you probably shouldn't be talking about this stuff like at a, like in public, like just, (laughs) hey, I've never been asked to do those shows. Um, I could see why people, why comedians would want to do them because there's like no other shows and then there's like 200 people that show up. Well, let's pivot back to more positive subjects. Let's talk shop. Everardo, this is uh, among my least favorite segments on the show. This is the segment where you try out your new material on me or something. You know how when people are always like, (laughs) people always are like, oh, my mom is the best cook or my grandma's the best cook. It's like, you know when people say that? Uh, Yeah. I don't believe them. I never believe them when they say that. Like, when they tell me, like, oh, my mom's the best cook or whatever, I always kind of, like, roll my eyes. I'm like, yeah, right. You know you know what I mean? Do you feel that way? Okay. Uh, <laughs> you mean when people are, like, just like mom used to make or, like, nothing like mama's cooking or something? Yeah, like, if we – if somehow we're talking about food or whatever. Like, for example, okay, like, this weekend is going to be Thanksgiving – yeah, I'm sure people after people oh like yeah my mom makes the best Thanksgiving or whatever like my mom's turkey's so good or specifically yeah. I think it's more specifically lasagna I think it's specifically actually lasagna when people what? tell me that their mom has the best lasagna I literally never believe them okay <laughs> Ev, here's here's what I'm gonna need you to do tell this to me like it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> don't pretend this is some conversation we're just gonna have okay i'm your guess, audience member you know how when people like when people say that their mom's the best cook or their grandma's the best cook i've never believed them ever when they say that i am i'm always rolling my eyes is that <laughs> i don't know is this a joke <laughs> <laughs> no that's like that's the beginning of a joke that's not the whole joke. 
I think there's something there. <laughs> yeah, I think you might have a setup, a premise. Because honestly, I, I honestly never believe them. Okay. Because, <laughs> because also, these people, <laughs> oftentimes, uh-huh. are these people like that are like, I don't like food. Like, I'd rather eat a pill or whatever. Okay. Like, do some star. Like, I'd rather have a Star Trek pill where I don't have to eat and I get all my. It's like, well, your mom sucks at cooking is is my first thought and my immediate thought. And I and I, if I had to guess, I would say I'm right a hundred percent of the time. Okay. So okay. So those two thoughts are kind of connected. They're both <laughs> about food, and then you made them both about mom's cooking. But they do feel different. It does feel like, in lieu of writing a punchline to the first joke, you just told a different premise. <laughs> <laughs> You pivoted halfway to a second setup. Yeah, yeah I guess I forgot about the punchline aspect. The punchline part, yeah. It's not really a punchline, I suppose. I think you've got the good start of a joke. You think that when people say that their their moms are, you know, were the best cook, that they, you don't believe them. And then I think we, you know, mm-hmm. we just because my mom actually is the best cook, though. <laughs> okay, she is, is she? Yeah, and That's, I know that I just said that I don't believe when other people say it, but yeah. I'm actually 100% serious when I'm saying it. Yeah. And that's part of why I don't believe them. Okay. It does feel like we're closing in on a potential um joke here. A little ironic <laughs> reversal. Where you're doing the thing you accused other people of doing. That's pretty good. Yeah, should should that, that be work. part of the joke? Cuz that that's just actually what I believe in. I mean, life. I would say it should be part of the joke. Until potentially you have a different thing that should be part of the joke. <laughs> Currently, it exists as your one punchline. It is one <laughs> of one. So should it be part of the joke? I mean, yeah. It In lieu of nothing, yeah, it should be <laughs> part of the joke. In lieu of a better punchline you might come up with later, you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll test it them out. We'll a placeholder, I guess. A placeholder? I, I, I need to make it as a joke. I guess I could just kind of... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to make Just it a make joke. It a start to finish joke. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. Maybe I could then like maybe ask the audience be like, "So what is your mom making like no, in, lasa- in no, lasagna?" You don't. And See, then they'll your... be like and then they'll be like olives and I'll be like, "You're a fucking idiot then." Yeah, if you think good. if your mom makes olives, yeah, in lasagna and then you say that's the best, then you're actually an idiot and I yeah. can't even and then I get mad at it. Okay. Think, maybe that's it. Maybe I'm yeah. mad. Yeah, maybe you can s- pivot from a setup to <laughs> <laughs> verbally assaulting nice people who <laughs> responded when you asked them to respond uh here's a here's a here's a question what okay so that's what you would say if they said olives what would you say ask me the question you asked that fake audience member what's okay, like mark what does your mom how does your mom make lasagna um or does she make it yeah like the normal way you know she uses uh like cheese and you know tomatoes mm-hmm. and uh spinach sometimes spinach is a little weird for me but i can see it <laughs> do you see do you do you see how what you're doing right now is not a joke it's just uh you're engaging in polite conversation with the audience mm-hmm. yeah and it feels uh almost like an attack no well, i'm sure missed, the spinach is fine you've but... misdiagnosed this you are actually very gentle uh <laughs> like i would say that you're in my mind call- i've uh, i jumped down your throat on the spinach no you you were mean to the guy about the olives you were very generous about the spinach <laughs>
And that's fine. That's, you know, that could be a part of a, if we were just hanging out and making conversation and we were chatting, I would not object to that. But if I paid to see you do comedy and that was your whole joke and it ended with a pretty long conversation with me about how (laughs) you prefer not to have spinach and lasagna, I might be disappointed. You're making a lot of good points here. I really feel like I'm making the same point over and over. It's just taken a while. We agree it's definitely a joke that needs a lot of work. We agree it's a setup. Yeah. We agree that you've got two setups, one potential punchline that we haven't really heard, and then Mm -hmm. two possible directions for mean-spirited or generous crowd work. Yeah. Well, maybe I could do it kind of like a Sebastian Maniscalco kind of way, like over, over exact, like roll my eyes so much that I like fall over or something. Like what, your mom makes... All puts olives in it oh, and then like make a face. I can see him selling that setup so well that it feels like a joke. What is every mother the best uh, chef in the world? <laughs> <laughs> That's not how the best works. This is not a good example. Yeah. Next time I'll just do it as Seinfeld. Be like, what? Your mom puts olives? That's crazy to me. I talked to this one guy whose mom put olives in it olives can you believe this like that's that's literally um like i my mom is italian yeah and that's honestly like how they think like they like uh maybe this is kind of where this joke comes from is that it's not a joke and it's just how italian people actually think well but that's the start of every joke i mean you've 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 come up with a premise that's relatable and good and it's like enticing the problem is not that it's too relatable. The problem is that you did just enough work to write down a premise and then stopped doing work. You need to continue working Mm -hmm. to create the punchline. You got to have that Seinfeld mentality. Let's see. Let me, let me try. Let me see if I could do a Seinfeld version of this where he'd be like, yeah, "Um, how would Seinfeld do this? You talk to someone and they tell you, you know, their mom's got the best cooking. (laughs) You talk to someone else and their mom's got the best cooking. How can everyone's mom (laughs) be Be the the best best cook? There's only one best. That's what the best is. It's my mom. (laughs) And it's Uh, mine. (laughs) (laughs) It's my mom. Uh, Yeah, that's it. I just got to say it either like Sebastian Maniscalco or Seinfeld. Maybe yeah, that that's could the be lesson it. here. I could do uh, I could do Johnny. Really big uh, uh, lasagna. Really nice lasagna. No. Who the uh, hell is... What <laughs> the hell are you doing? What's Johnny? Do you mean Jack Nicholson? <laughs> right. <Here's> John. <laughs> oh, you mean here's Johnny. That's his character. Here's, here's His Johnny. character. Here's Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. Also, that character I think is mostly called Jack. Well, that's kind of one of the the mysteries of The Shining. I don't know if you know about this, but there's a lot of kind of weird stuff in that movie, symbols, uh-huh. all sorts. And one of the biggest mysteries is: is his name actually Jack, or is it Johnny? Like, what's going on? Because he writes, "All work, yeah. no play," makes me makes Jack a dull boy. But then he says, "Here's Johnny." Yeah. So you're ta- you're taking a lot of the stuff that we just talked about. And now you're, yeah, now you're I'm spinning. working that into no. a joke. Like, is that a now joke? Spinning, I- it in, <laughs> spinning it into this character who uh, believes in these theories. <laughs> Don't do that. Well, I guess we're nearing the end of this uh, 
podcast, Mark, do uh, you have anything, any final words for our listeners out there? Yeah, I'll leave everyone with an inspirational quote, which is um, something I'm going to try to do every episode. Um, And uh, so this quote that you can take with you is, um, I probably won't go down in history, but I will go down on your sister. And that quote is attributed to Hank Moody, the character from Californication. Okay. So that's nice. that's just something that you can I don't know if it helps you in your day to day life or if it's just something you want to keep in the back of your head anytime you need a little <laughs> yeah, chuckle. Just, but uh just think about it. Yeah. What was the quote again? I won't I probably won't go down in history, but I will go down on your sister. And it's just one of those uh, winning quotes from David Duchovny's character, Hank Moody, failed author, (laughs) failed former celebrity author uh, from the dark prestige television series, Californication. It's weird. It's crazy that people were like, this show is amazing. Or were they? I don't even know if they, if anyone actually said that ever. But I mean, you and I have talked like we talked last week about that first wave of post Sopranos prestige yeah. television where they they really got a, a lot of them really got away with it. Yeah. They really, I guess it was prestige because they said it was. <laughs> yeah, it was like there's going to be more sex than you were used to seeing. The episodes were going to be so long. Yeah, and if that's not quality, I don't know what is. Yeah, and everyone's like, this show's good. Like, you've got to watch it. And then the, he, like, it's full of, like, quotes like that, which is, like, what you would see on a T-shirt in, like, Cancun. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, like a Cancun <laughs> gift shop T-shirt that, like, a oh drunk guy would wear. And if you liked that, just wait for the f- forthcoming episodes of this uh, podcast uh where I will share so many more Californication quotes. We might go into some trivia, deep dive into some scripts, into some um, interviews mm-hmm. with the creators and the actors and all the people responsible for that. And I say this with fondness, blight upon the television world. <laughs> Californication. I'd love to maybe read some fanfic. Oh my God, we're gonna get in. We're gonna get into all of it. We're gonna go deep Let's... on Californication, and slowly, like a cancer, it's going to overtake this entire show until mm-hmm. we are finally the world's foremost and first, I believe, and only Californication podcast. I'd like to actually uh, check up on that because if we're if there are no Californication podcasts, then we should jump on that. I think so. That is something that I read on a entrepreneurial instagram account that if an idea uh is open you have to do it i'm sure it was phrased just like that it had a picture of bugs bunny pointing a a gun to his head (laughs) to oh to his own oh his own head it was like an account like mr psycho business quotes (laughs) check it out mr psycho business quotes at instagram yeah if an idea is on, is in the open, you gotta do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like Bugs Bunny lost in thought, tapping <laughs> his forehead with a gun, <laughs> with a loaded <laughs> pistol. I can only assume. If an idea is out there, <laughs> you gotta do it. Honestly, it's some of those Instagram accounts have saved my life. Yeah, I like I like any business meme. I like the one of the guy, the distracted boyfriend meme. You know that meme. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see some business versions of that, you know, just that guy and then 
and then um over his head is like you know a grinder a business grinder with his eye on the prize kind of guy like grinder and then over his girlfriend is um it just says girlfriend and then (laughs) over the uh, hot woman walking the other way who he's looking at it says a business idea i like ones that are like it'll be a picture of like tweety and has like a bottle of Hennessy and it's like a very black and white, like high saturated photo of Tweety with Hennessy, like staring at a bottle of Hennessy. And uh, he says something like, if lying was a job, I know some people who would be billionaires and billionaires is spelt uh, (laughs) B-I-L-L-O-N-R-E-S. Perfect. Thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks for being here, Mark. And, um, our producer Stefan, thanks for doing this too. Uh, all right, see ya. That concludes part two of I Love Comedy, hosted by Everardo Ramirez and Mark Little, recorded and edited by Stefan McLeod and Everardo Ramirez. Music, Subliminal by Heaven for Real, JPB High NCS Release. Public Access Bumper by Green Stewart. Subscribe to the Public Access Podcast channel for part three. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.